0: First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd Second round, throwing down, knock a mile, time to get loud It's the Two Beer Podcast time
1: Welcome back to the Two Beers Podcast, the pod of the everyman We are you, you are us we continue to do the half-ass research and continue to run laps around the competition. Drew, how's it going, brother? It's going, bro. A little yeah. under the weather today, but I'm uh I was say you got that second miss- you, you got that second jib jab and you're a uh, little little sluggish here, bro. Oh,
2: I got one of those wussy man colds as like a side <laughs> effect. So uh but you know what? I uh I I couldn't leave couldn't leave the pod to be a uh hour and a half of old man Murtaugh talk so I sucked it up
1: put on my big boy you know what I was fantasizing of running the solo pod and just just absolutely slamming you for being a Murtaugh on LeBron because LeBron is actually for once going to come up on our podcast in a legitimate way um but why why don't you tell everyone what what we got in store here and 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 as my little segue lead-in alludes beautiful
2: we're going to talk talk boxing. Had some had some Jake Paul last weekend. Got the big the big fights this week. Two of our favorite boxers are getting at it. We got a little NBA fantasy team drafting, which we'll we'll get into the details when we get there. Um just a quick heads up, NFL drafts next week. Uh something about soccer, I don't understand. Or oh, wait, is that with this Super Yeah, league yeah, yeah, it something. is. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Soccer is going to be on here this week. Awesome. Uh, the pit stop and the parlay, and then we're gonna we're gonna have our comeuppance for another another loss for uh, for you on the uh, on the Twitter poll. Oh, yeah. And then we're gonna do a little re- movie review. Bob Odenkirk's Nobody, which is basically John
1: Wick Part Five. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I was th- I was thinking um um Taken oh. Taken Part Seven. Nah, I was, uh, well, I guess if you count the bracelet is taken, but I was uh, the kitty cat bracelet. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I was thinking more of, um, oh, what's the one with um, Matt Damon? Um,
2: Ocean's Eleven? What? Oh, oh the Bourne identity. The Bourne, yeah, like a Bourne. Which born. I still haven't seen.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I still okay. haven't seen this. Uh, also, special guest, re uh, second time around, my brother, Tori White. He's going to help us with a little NBA talk.
0: It feels Re-u- so
1: good to be back. Reunited, and it feels so good. All right, <laughs> on that note, um, maybe Drew should sing. On that note, uh, let's assume positions for the two Bruce salute. Three, two, one. I have, Drew's just opening a uh, bottle of uh, Robotussin DM. Um, nice. I got Lawson's finest liquid, sip of sunshine. I just have some repeats here today, so this is an eight percenter. Uh, Tori, what do you got?
0: Uh, actually, a bottle shop uh, near me started carrying a local brewery called uh, Dancing Gnome. So I got a Dancing Gnome. Dancing F- Gnome. A- yeah, FAQ uh, American Ale, eight point eight percent alcohol by volume. Wow. So well, yeah, you got, you got pretty to tasty. A, you have to tweet us a picture of that one. I like that. Yeah. It's a pretty sweet looking
2: can too. Oh, beautiful. Love those. Gotta get love some good-looking cans. Yes, we will get it on the page.
1: Love those big old cans. Drew, what you got?
2: Uh, I've got a Cuber Libre, hold the Libre. Is
1: that the actual name of it?
2: <laughs> no, nah, it's from the Big Bag Theory, when Sheldon orders the rum and Coke, hold the rum. <laughs> Never mind, no. I'm actually just uh, drinking some H2O here today. I'm being uh, being the nerd at the sleepover. Nice.
1: Nerd. Well, I really am glad we threw my brother in here. Um, oh yeah. The, the, oh, we're the designated podcaster. Or else, or else we would just be the one beer pod, and that that would just not be anywhere near as fun.
2: Well, technically, your second beer would be two beers. So. Okay. Well, now really? you're
1: just not. <laughs> now you're just not doing math correctly. <laughs> I guess really we we're really the four beer podcast. Yeah. Oh, for goodness' sake. All right. Um, so, the boxing <laughs> weekend that was. Oof. Um. So n- nothing really to report on, other than how about uh, I mean I still don't even know if it was Jake Paul or Logan Paul, but it friggin' was, no- was it, it was this Jake this time yeah, around was, knocked yeah, out Ben sorry. Askren? Do you think that was a, Do you think that was a dive? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent.
2: Well, I I won't even say like he it was a dive. I think like I mean you think you he see. just didn't care and he, like I mean, yeah, it just I mean, caught it was, him. He got a half a million dollars. Uh, if
1: you saw him on the scales like i mean he quote unquote made weight but that i got guy... the, the best meme i saw about that was like my wife spent oh, <laughs> it was, was like <laughs> <laughs> my wife spent it went and got her hair, hair and nails done and spent 247 dollars on lingerie to see me standing at the edge of the bed like this and it was a picture of ben askin uh, yeah. on the scales just looking like a bum oh god yeah <laughs> love handles and
2: everything i was gonna say i think you have a better body than that guy that's no lie. It's not. Uh, so I think it was basically, like, he just showed up and figured, yeah, whatever. Like, I'll do it. What's what? And, uh, like, I, I think Paul, I mean, I think Paul legitimately caught him in the first round and knocked him down. But, like, I think he was basically just like, eh, well, okay, cool. I'm out.
0: <laughs> I yeah. mean,
2: I, it, like, I, you know, I don't want to say it was a fixed fight, but I, I would just say that Askren just had no interest being there he got his paycheck and uh yeah and, called and it a I, day. I,
1: on that note i think we've already talked about it longer than the fight lasted so um let's just move on to his what they did uh they
2: did announce uno- unofficially but officially uh mayweather and
1: logan Paul and logan paul yeah
2: june 5th which i i'd love i'd love to know if if uh Mayweather purposely did that because that's when uh, the Tio. Fimo. Fight. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little like shot, shot there to be like, yeah, well, you, yeah. You know, Try outdraw me now. You're saying I'm ruining my legacy. Let's see if you can out outdraw me.
1: Yeah. So, be curious. I curious. Don't care about that it team. that much either way. Yeah, I. So we, we gonna buy the Tio fight? What are we gonna? Are we doing that? I'm probably gonna buy the Mayweather fight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't want to give that guy any cash, so. We'll yeah. See.
1: I hear you. We'll see. On that note, oh, let's talk about this weekend. Ooh. We've been waiting for so long, and now actually not even that long. Actually, well, in in yeah, terms, we Navarate terms, we've been waiting a long ass time for him to get back in the ring. Yeah, but we got we got a. I guess they're calling it a co-main on ESPN this weekend, and is it on ESPN Plus? I don't it's not know. really a co-main though. They're just they they just don't want to. They, yeah. They, they just want to
2: elevate Berlanga. I mean, Navarrete's the main event. Um, yeah, 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 dude. His last fight was October, so
1: November. Navarrete? Yeah, October 9th. Son, Sund- it's been six months. Yeah, November December. that December, December, lazy March, piece March, of March. no good. Uh, six months. This is the guy who, who, so he's been off the past six months, and I want to say probably in the past eighteen months he's probably still fought seven times, <laughs> something like that. I don't, probably, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have it in front of me, but. Um, yeah, dude. So, uh, well, let's just talk about Berlanga he real fought,
2: quick. He fought eight times in 2018 and 2019. So in two years, he fought eight times. Yeah. So just good. to give you, just to give. Us, and then he fought twice in 2020. Um, at, well, yeah, once he was he was on the undercard of the Fury fight, and then the pandemic hit. He was one of the first guys to fight in the bubble, and then he fought one other time. So yeah, yeah. man.
1: We, but we're gonna let's talk the beast first, the monster. Yeah. I'm sorry, the beast, the monster. The monster. I forget what they're calling him now, but either way, I mean Berlanga, uh, he's at what eighteen and 0 at this point. Sixteen and 0. No, we keep messing this up because he keeps. And he... Okay, if you say so. You, I... Either either way, do you, are, he, you say, he... are you saying you know more than Boxrec? No, I'm not. Um, yeah. Although you said. Navarrete fought. Okay, let's just talk about Berlanga. Berlanga, 16-0. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 16 and 0, 16 first round knockouts. Oh yeah. Um, and see, this is why we need this is why we need a stat guy. We got uh, I just tra- got right in. Um 16 and 0, 16 first round knockouts. Uh this guy is supposed to give him some rounds. Um I'm De- what de- don't say desmond it's spelled like desmond but without it's the demond. s yeah, Demo- yeah, demond. Demond. yeah. Nicholson. demond
2: nicholson yeah
1: and so um this yeah, guy lost to um what Corey hart i'm joking on Corey hart but what yeah. he's 20 uh, he lost... yeah. jesse hart he lost to yeah no, i know uh, but 23 yeah, he's
2: 23 and 3 and a draw uh
1: lost to jesse hart what two years ago yes and ha- has knockout. like has three or four or five wins coming coming back since then so this guy's trying to build himself back up but he's just gonna run into the buzzsaw berlanga do you think he knocks him out in the first round god i mean it's kind of hard not to think
2: he will i i don't think he will i think this i think this is like a third round knockout um Yeah, I'm gonna say third round knockout. It, I mean, I'm I'm hoping Berlanga just goes in there and just dominates him, but I think he's just got to be a little bit more a little more careful. Um, you know, I think I think Nicholson's you know he's a savvy savvy vet. Um, I he's not gonna not I don't know like he he could hurt he, he could hurt
1: Berlanga. He's not gonna beat him, but I, so no, I think Ber- I I I mean we don't here's the thing. Berlanga is a total enigma right now. We don't know what he is just because nobody can even step to him so nah. far. Like they gotta find some the, somebody that can press this guy yeah. and give him some rounds. I don't think this guy's it. I bet I bet he knocks him out first round. I, I dude, I I I would be thrilled. Uh and we're probably gonna throw cash. I bet you I bet you the first I bet you the first round's got
2: great odds though.
1: It's it, now my site doesn't have the brown breakdown yet but I did see it on TV somewhere. The over-under is one and a half rounds, so it is the first round. And oh, wow, okay. It is it is favored to go in the first round. and I don't. Uh, like I, didn't it, okay. I didn't see the numbers. I'm sorry, I didn't memorize the numbers. Yeah. And and my apps don't have that yet. The only thing my app has is Berlanga to win is minus 5,000. So far and away, big-time favorite. I, I bet he takes in the first round. But, may, I mean... It would be interesting just to see him go. Uh put it this way, that big fat nobody took big baby to the second round or whatever that that couple weekends ago. Um Yeah. I I that's what I'm saying. I I just think it goes uh if this guy has any kind of defense and movement, I mean maybe he could at least like dance for a round, maybe.
2: Yeah. Um and I think
1: he's
2: I I I, I think now Berlinga has the uh, has like the full package to where guys are definitely cognizant that he's going to just come at you in the first round so you have a little bit more of a game plan it's not just like he's fighting nobodies in like six round fights and he's just getting you know he's just beating on him um yeah so i i and I, I will say though if berlanga does not come out to the goldberg theme music with the fireworks and the pyro i will be heavily disappointed
0: well, sir, then you will be heavily disappointed. Uh, four hours ago, TMZ reported that Berlanga is going to be walked to the ring by Lil Wayne, uh, and Lil Wayne will be performing. So, yeah, uh, that breaks, I'm down for
2: that. That breaks my heart. Uh, it would, how cool would it have been though if you just, you just, they started in the dressing room <laughs> and had him, had him come out to the uh, with the security guards to the dent, dent.
1: That would have been so awesome, man, for the strength
2: <laughs> I mean, how intimidating would that be, too, to the
1: guy? To what do you call it? To Nicholson? Like, ah, oh, shit. Who's this guy,
2: next, dude? This guy's coming out all Goldberg.
1: Oh man, would have been
2: sweet. So, do
1: you think guys that age even know who Goldberg is? I I think so. Guys, they're like fifteen years younger than us. Yeah, I, I mean, they know was. who Lil Wayne is, apparently. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Berlanga is what? Yeah, Berlanga is young. De- De- uh, Demond or Demond Nicholson, he might not be as young though. Um, he is tw- uh, twenty eight. Uh yeah, he should know. Yeah, he should know Goldberg.
2: Dude, Goldberg Goldberg was the world
1: champion like a year ago. People know Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> um all right and then the the uh that's the, gonna be the appetizer so what do you, do? So
2: you think you so see you're
1: you're going first I'll round. i'll go TKO. first round yeah i'll okay. go first round all right i'll go first round knock them out stir up the crab get those pipes ready bro um and then uh like i said that's the appetizer the main event is our boy emmanuel Navarrete. yeah Oh, yeah. It's, uh, they're billing it as, even though these guys don't have a, uh, rivalry, they're billing it as Mexico versus Puerto Rico, you know, heated rivalry, blah, blah, blah. Um,
2: even though, yeah, but they've been like ultra like chummy the last two days, which yeah. has been interesting. Like when you see them together, like they're, if that's, it's, it's odd that they were trying to market that, but then they're like buddy, buddy Well, behind the scenes. Yeah,
1: whatever. I don't know. But, um, so just to bring everyone up to speed on Navarate, why he's a pod favorite, um, he like honestly he's kind of like a zombie. Like you know, ever if anybody's ever watched a zombie show where like at first they're like, "Oh, why can't we kill him?" Ah, and they like stab him in the heart and stab him, you know, try and take out their legs and push him away and, not, and punch him in the face and they just keep coming. That's what Navarrete is. He just there's not only is is there no off switch, there's it's 90 miles an hour in the guy's face the entire time. Yeah. And, and he, he just, he just hunts down his opponents and just chops them down. Yeah. Tremendous, tremendous output. Um, he's got
2: a very awkward style.
1: Gangly. Approach. Yeah. Gangly. Not, not anything like Vlasov, but just, just gangly and just like the arts, awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: and then he's throwing, he's throwing crazy jabs at you. Um, just to set you up for just, he's got just deadly uppercuts, man. Um, he kind
1: of exclusively throws combos. <laughs> if yeah,
2: you think, maybe put
1: it that way. His the, the endurance of him is just insane, considering. Um, yeah. Now the last uh, fight, yeah, the guy actually is. showed up and like, I mean, it was, it was his first, first fight moving up a weight class. So, um, second fight. No, this one is, but the previous one was his first fight moving up a weight class because that's the guy where he actually had some trouble like ev- eventually stopping the guy like in the later oh, rounds got yeah yeah. I, yeah okay all right but this is his second yeah. fight in this weight class yeah i, I misunderstood you yeah for sure yeah, yeah he, i mean yeah. he knocked well he, he knocked the he
2: knocked the other guy down three times
1: too right he did he did win by yeah. tko but it was like middle or late like typically no, it went to like the
2: cards no that went to the cards that fight
1: oh no that's what i'm saying yeah no, no it was tko you know was
2: decision yeah
1: I've got oh, thought... bo- I've
2: got I've got box rack open so you don't need you don't oh, need
1: I have anymore. it right here too yeah you name Yeah, oh he shoot but he I knocked him he...
2: down he knocked him down 3 times and he kept getting up Yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah cuz we were just like oh son of a gun like wh- he's supposed to just knock everybody out
2: Yeah it was a uh, when you and which was interesting because when it, the car the I don't have the the scorecards, but the scorecards were pretty friggin' close for a fight where he knocked the guy down three times. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, they were. I remember that, and we were just kind of like, "What the hell?" Um, yeah. but so I, he, I mean, the odds for him, he's minus eight thirty five, and Diaz is plus five hundred, so definitely a big favorite, but not necessarily a runaway. Um, yeah, which is interesting. I I don't really know why. Um, but I mean, he's got. I
2: mean he's five seven with a 72 inch reach Diaz is five six with a 64 inch reach so it's weird he's got a it's huge it's, huge reach, well yeah, yeah so it's kind of you know we just had herring fight fromton and he had a huge size advantage but not only did he have like eight inches on him in reach but he was five inches taller than him you know here has only got an inch on diaz but he's got a eight inch reach advantage which is kind of yeah. insane um that somebody has just crazy arms like that and i i Probably just say that because I have my little baby T Rex arms that are <laughs> no good for anything. Um, yeah. Hey,
1: I actually got the uh, the scorecards right here. Um, it was one fourteen, one twelve, one fourteen, one twelve, and one fifteen, one eleven. Which is nuts because he knocked him down three friggin' times. I know. Yeah. And it was um, yeah, it was it was. Oh, Dog Bay fought and. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. He fought Dog Bay previously. Um, yeah. No, it was yeah, and he was He's only 25, 26 years old. Um, yeah, he's
2: thirty two and, he, and one. So he's already got he's already got the got the loss.
1: Um, yeah, which who, again we always well, say that's what who I'm saying. Cares. Like who cares? Yeah, he lost by decision. This but, dude's um, a, this dude's a frigging star. Like yeah. it's no, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Like that was I, uh, like his that was like his fourth fight or something. Or his yeah. sixth fight.
2: Um, the only way Diaz, I mean, the only way Diaz can win this fight is he has to he has to. Um, establish the range in the fight he's got to figure out a way yeah but he doesn't even have the
1: range well that's what i'm saying
2: he's got to no that's what i'm saying he has to counter navarrete's reach and he's got to find a comfortable spot where he can get he can get inside but not get absolutely (laughs) pummeled by yeah exactly like he's got to get
1: inside but like you're just gonna get you're just gonna get put into the into the paper shredder like yeah so i i just i don't see
2: I don't see how he's able to win. I, I I think this one does go to the cards. I don't think
1: he's never been he's never been stopped. Um, so I
0: I yeah, do I do so
2: think he makes
1: it twelve. People like him because he went the distance. Um, with um Shakur, um, and also with oh shoot did I, uh, did I lose my place and uh Ito, um, and, and Ito you know is highly regarded. Um, okay. Yeah, so I mean that's why people like Diaz and he's kinda okay. beaten he's kinda of beaten all the other but I mean, the, 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 the
2: last guy that fought Shakur went the distance and that guy was terrible, so I, I know <laughs> Shakur's just not
1: putting guys out on that. But yeah. anyway, so that's that's where we are with it. But um I'm thinking Navarrete gets back on the TKO train and I'm saying he probably does it in the I'm gonna go ninth round.
0: Alright,
2: so ninth ninth round TKO, I gotta go in the distance.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. No. I'm... You you, you got to go in the distance. I do. I think it'll go twelve. I just think that okay. uh, you know, I I think Navarrete will knock him down a couple of times. I think I just think the fight will be pretty similar to the last one. This guy seems to have a pretty good chin, um, and be able to take a little bit of a of a beating. So yeah, gotcha. I think I, I think it'll go the distance.
1: Sweet, sweet.
2: I mean, I we've never seen Navarrete go this long without a fight,
1: so maybe he comes out a little a little, a little ring rust or yeah, something. Yeah, right. Um, or or uh, the, you know what else I was thinking we've never seen come out this fresh so <laughs> sure. that's true too man think about that oh, it's a good way to think about it I don't know what the fan situation here is here
2: because it's in it's in Miami um, I think it's in Kissimmee Florida right oh is it Ki- okay there you go I guess Miami's not the state right Florida's the state that's probably good to know um I'm I'm assuming maybe it's like a boxing club similar to the Joe Smith Jr fight so maybe they'll have a thousand fans there. But I would think if they're doing it in Florida, they would try to take advantage of uh of the larger crowds. But I don't remember seeing tickets on sale for this, so um, it's I, I in
1: Silver small... Spurs Arena in Kissimmee, Florida. So I don't know. Yeah, like you said, it's par- it's probably some. kind I bet of club. it's like five hundred. Yeah. I bet you it's
2: five hundred to a thousand, something like some that. Some kind of so, club but... thing, which
1: honestly has to be so cool.
2: But um... oh yeah, for sure. So, um,
1: Navarrete, let's go! It'll I will be, cool. be in We got front some. Of my there's TV. some good
2: guys. There's some good guys on the undercard too. Um, which of course, I lost. But I think Jesse Vargas is on the card. Um,
1: I just closed it. I, I I don't know why I would have closed it, but I just did.
2: I know I, I had it up too. Bo- apparently, apparently Boxing Rec doesn't let you. Uh, it's free, but you have to like log in now. So I clicked <laughs> I clicked on it too much. But um, I think I think I think Vargas is on it. Xander Zan- or uh, Zan- or Xander Zayas is on it. They these guys fought a couple couple fights ago. Um, so it should
1: be pretty pretty exciting. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about the, the undercard. I'm, I'm not that deep into it, but um, I'll, wa- I'll watch a bunch, so I'm excited. Yeah, you've seen some of these younger guys. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come back to me once I see them. Um, yeah. Sweet, man. All right. Super pumped. Um, okay, so uh, next topic is this NBA fantasy draft thing and why don't you talk about like the genesis of how you came up with this idea and what the rules were and stuff
0: yeah
2: so i i was at top golf on sunday which which was lovely um (laughs) watching the knicks knicks pelicans uh it out in sunday sunday basketball hottest team in the nba baby. baby um interesting game both teams were up by like 15 i think at one point and both blew 15 point leads which I just don't know how that's a thing. Like, I guess when you're all just chucking up 43s a game, I guess it's a matter of time before one team just goes in a slump and the other team gets hot. Um, And then there was this crazy play at the end where the Knicks were down three and Derek Rose went in for a layup and for some reason Lonzo Ball collapsed on him, leaving Reggie Bullock wide open for a three and he tied the game and went into overtime. And so I was interested to see the next day, like kind of the – you know the coverage on the game because it was uh, you know it was one of the Sunday games. I get it's game <laughs> 55 of 72, but who cares? And all all they're talking about is after the game, Zion Williamson talked about how his second favorite place to play outside of um, NOLA is MSG. Which you know that's I think most players would tell you they love the Garden because it's the Garden. And the whole thing you had Wojnowski, Janowski, Greenberg every analyst was like. Oh man, this is a real possibility, Zion. Put him in a again.
0: uniform.
2: And I'm just like the the Pelicans control this guy for the next <laughs> six, seven years. Is this really what we're talking about? So I get so angry when people are like, Oh, the game's in the best place it's ever been I'm like, Well, people don't even talk about the game. They just talk about this bullshit like soap opera drama with the off seasons, like which which crybaby superstar is gonna to get moved next or go where and do what? And this just was like, this is insane. So I was thinking it was a slow week for the pod and I was like, why don't we just, why don't we all just, why don't we cut out like 12 teams in the league and then every team can just like be full with like great players. So we don't have to have this nonsense anymore. So I was like, let me, let's, let's, let's do something in the draft or on the pod and, and have like a fantasy draft where we can, we, we can build our own team. Um, and then I was like trying to do salary cap in my head and I was like, all right, I'm not, I'm not made for math. Um, so I put, I put some parameters on it. So, it was like, how can you build your best starting five? And I was like, all right, well, let's each, e- e- you get two superstars. And so that's your, there's no parameters around that. You can decide what's a superstar. Um, you get two quote unquote role players, and but neither one's allowed to be, ha- have been, oh, sorry, for the superstars, they couldn't have played together. Because I was like, well, Durant and Curry's easy. I'm gonna pick those two guys. And I'm like, well, they already kicked the shit out of everybody. So that's too that's that's too much of a slam dunk. Um, the role players just couldn't have been could they couldn't have been all stars um, ever selected All Star games. And then one rookie, one guy that's still on their rookie deal, who also has never been an All Star. That way you couldn't have you couldn't cheat and say, okay, I'm gonna pick. LeBron and Durant, but I'm gonna put Zion as my rookie deal because he's been an All Star, so he doesn't qualify. Or Luca, or. Or Luca, yeah. And I was like, so that's kind of like let's let's, let's mix it up a little bit. I I thought we had a uh, we had a good time doing our uh NBA Time Machine. So I was like, you know, we're we're at game 55 here. No one's playing. A lot of these guys that are getting these these smaller injuries. I don't think they're as serious. I think they're just like, listen, we have a condensed schedule, so we're going to be super safe with everybody. So we're going to just kind of sit them. So I thought this would be a good way just to kind of see, uh, see what the uh, the basketball wizards um, on the podcast could come up with. So, yeah. so that's what we had, um, and we put it out. I figured we sometimes we put this stuff out after we talk about it. But I we put some feelers out to a couple of our buddies to to get a little more flavor for some teams here, so we're gonna read those off
1: too. So uh, how do you wanna how do you wanna jump into this, Jo? Um, I don't know. Uh, do you so let's you do one of your teams? So we each have like two or three entries. Go ahead and do one of yours, and yeah. then. All right. Go ahead. All right, cool. So this is
2: my. This was pretty much my my slam dunk team where i was like okay. all right everybody's really good this is definitely going to win the twitter poll i'm i'm going to do other ones but this one's pretty simple so
0: okay
2: at point guard and my role player position i got from the denver nuggets jamal murray and Jamal okay. Murray, a lot of people yeah. were like, a lot of people were like, Jamal Murray's an All Star. I'm like, well, fact check that because he's never been an All Star. So, oh man, like, I, I totally th- missed that. I
0: thought he made
2: last no, year. No, yeah, this year. a lot, a lot of people uh, didn't uh, didn't realize that. So yeah, Jamal Murray. Wow, oh, that all-star. was a whiff
1: by me. I I didn't know that. Okay. I, I, yeah. So
2: um, that was a no brainer. At shooting guard, uh, C.J. McCollum, who also has never made an All Star game. Huh, I like that. Uh shooting forward I put my rookie deal player. Uh this is this is small a small forward? Small forward. Yeah, shooting forward, small forward, whatever. <laughs> uh inspired by Tory Whites, Tory he's the president of his fan club, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. Uh power forward uh and my first superstar pick, probably the second easily the second best player in basketball right now, Kevin Durant. And at center, my other superstar, the love of my life, Joel Embiid. So just for some just for some context here, I got my two guards are 6'3, and then I'm sporting a front line of 6'10, 6'10, 7 feet. Everybody's basically shooting 40% from 3. Embiid and McCollum are just a hint under 40. Everybody but Porter Jr. shoots over 80% from the line. He's at 77. And everybody's over 45% from the field. Porter Durant and Embiid and are all over fifty. Uh, I don't really know who's throwing out a lineup that's beating that, uh, but that's
1: that was my be all and okay. all. I'm probably gonna die. All right, hey, let me jump in here. Yeah. Um, so what do you got? Fir- firstly, just came across my phone right now. Former Kentucky player Terrence Clark, uh, he was in LA preparing for the NBA draft, died in a car accident. Oh, oh gosh. Age ni- Age nineteen. Isn't oh, that freaking? Yeah, and that... Oh, man. Awesome. Anyway. So, hate to throw that out there, but let's, you know, let's move on. Um, you know, R.I.P. Jeez, O.P. Pour some of the spirit uh, out for him. Um, Okay, so... My number one team, my two superstars, I went with LeBron and Steph. Ah, uh, okay. So, um... And I... I my, my uh, uh... Well, I'll just put these guys as I go. Um, My two role players are <clears throat> tobias at the three i'm gonna say three okay. or five i guess it depends what if you yeah him and lebron, he and LeBron are, three or four. interchangeable sure. i got joe harris at the two okay and i got Aiton at the at the five and Tori. that was a good suggestion if you were looking for a guy on a rookie contract with who's a big so yeah um yeah. so yeah. steph at the steph at the one joe at the two joe harris Tobias LeBron split in the three and the four and eight at the five. And that's probably my number one lineup, especially in light of what Steph has done the past 10 games or so. My goodness. Like, just want to throw that out there too. Like, I, and I'll say for myself, like, I, yeah, I, 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 I personally wanted to see something like this out of Steph. And I'm because like, I'm like, can this guy carry his own team? Like what? Like, we, we I don't know. To, like we we've never known on
2: the, uh, on the NBA preview pod where uh, you, you were going off saying that he, he I was like, Hey, hey just him.
1: just make the playoffs. Like if you're an all time player, yeah. guess what? Wow. He, not only is could, could he possibly make the playoffs, but like legitimate shot at MVP, like, Holy crap. Yeah. Especially with the yeah. injuries. Wow. So so, I, so, so I gotta, awesome. So I gotta ask, like, so you said you
2: came up with this like giant cheat code?
1: Where I, that's not that's not the cheat code. Uh, yet. Okay. I'm not, all right. Okay. Yeah yeah, was, yeah yeah I was gonna say uh, that's not the cheat code yet. That's just my prop, probably my best lineup. So I'll just jump into my number two because this one has my cheat code in it. Okay. Um, and again, that that lineup I just gave you is like you said, like shooting lights out and everything. So so this one is, and I had LeBron in all my lineups. So okay, I I have um. LeBron and Giannis, uh, and, and this one I don't have a true five, so Giannis is kind of playing like that He's five hybrid. Five. Okay. Um, I got Tobias and Joe Harris again. Okay. And my cheat code is De'Aaron Fox. Why and is I that s- a cheat code? Because he t- he has signed a an extension, but it doesn't kick in until next year. And he's and, and oh, oddly and oddly uh, okay. enough he's been an all-star snub every year so okay
2: all right that's yeah I, and, it, that, and if
1: that didn't count since he already signed his extension I was gonna throw Halliburton in there
2: oh allow wow he's still playing on the uh on the real. yeah this is his
1: final year of his rookie deal he had he had
2: a rookie max contract I, I'm, mad, and, I'm mad that I stressed out about that for three hours because I thought it was some ridiculous thing where, like <laughs> I, Cause I made I made it up. I was like, wh- I was like, what's he What's he doing? That's like that. That is this chico. I was like, well, because I thought maybe it was the like maybe like you thought by role player you couldn't have Jamal Murray and McCollum because they're not like role players in the NBA per se. But that oh. was it. I was like, that's not a cheat code. That's intentional. Like they they didn't make the All Star game, so it's like I I'm having those guys. So
1: yeah, no, no. Oh, okay, well, no. Fox actually signed like his his yeah, next big oh, deal, gotcha. but he he is this year was still on his rookie uh, deal that well was, I, to- like-
2: I, I i totally wish i could get those three hours of
0: my life back
2: um Tori, i want you what you got did you write yours down because i yeah i, have yours, I mean
0: but- i i just, i wasn't expecting to be on the pod tonight it's kind of last minute thing but i have what i texted you guys like at the time uh mm-hmm. my main thing is i wanted to get lillard and katie on a team together like i would think that would just be so fun to watch those two play together yeah uh i did the tobias harris and deandre ayton uh at the time, I had said Mark is smart for some defense, some toughness, the gritty kind of stuff, but you could throw in, like, a C.J. McCollum if you'd rather go that route. Uh... And then And that and that wouldn't violate the rules because no. it's the superstars that couldn't
2: play together.
1: I I was wondering if anybody was yeah. gonna throw Daniel I, I, CJ I, I in. misunderstood that rule. I thought none of the guys could play together. So I uh It I was just the superstars. Done oh, okay. I, I misunderstood
2: yeah, that. Yeah, so rule. like you yeah. couldn't have LeBron and A D or and again, I that just came from because I automatically when I was thinking who would I pick is the two Steph- superstars. Steph and K. D. Yeah, I was like Stephen K D is a no brainer and I was like, Well, they beat everybody including the second greatest player of all time like yeah. a bitch so i was like yeah might as well not do that yeah uh all right so i my my second team which is probably my favorite team and i didn't i tried not to stack it the way i did the others with any of the loopholes um so my two superstars and i i kind of did the same thing as you Tori. i was like I, i'm hell bent on pairing these two guys which made it harder to fill out the rest of the spots yeah. So I had as my one superstar Steph Curry again, just because he's on such a tear and you know has just been crushing the league. And then again at center Joel Embiid, I-, I think those two would be so fun to watch play together, just in a two man game. Joel's just on a different planet this year too. So um, and I anchor the defense with Joel there because his even even if the rest of his team is subpar defensively, like the Sixers have been the last couple of years. Him, him just hawking the paint changes everything. Uh, my two role players were Tobias Harris, um, who's really been crushing it this year. And then this was my last pick. I, I was going through some of the forwards trying to find a good role player. I ended up going with Joe Ingles. One, because this guy is insane this year. He's shooting 53% from the field. He's shooting 50 from three. Wow. And he's, like, he's kind of a jerk-off. Like, he'll, like, basically tell you to, like, eat it and, like, not care who you are. So, you gotta, I got to added a little bit of grit to my team with him. Um, yeah, his numbers are nuts. So, and plus, I mean, he's, you know, shooting 50% with the Jazz right now. Imagine what he's going to be shooting with my guys around him. And then a point guard in the rookie deal, and nobody picked him, this guy, out of all the people I pulled, And it's slander, in my opinion. Shea Gildress Alexander as my point guard. Mm, nice. Dude, did he six, six, he's averaging 24, five and six shooting, wow. fit, shooting 51 from the field, 42 from three and 80 from the line. Like this guy's really good. He's been really good. All three. He was great. He was really good. His rookie year at the Clippers got playoff experience. He's really good last year with OKC and they made the playoffs and he's, he's hell. He's incredibly efficient this year on a team that's designed to lose and they're not even the worst team in the league and they're trying to be. Like I dude Shay he's so good. I am I'm, I'm really upset nobody else picked this guy. Yeah, I always
0: pronounce his
1: name Shy, so Shay Shy whatever. I
2: H I. I don't know
1: what is it. Tory? I don't know. Good call. Uh I'll, I, I'll get on it.
2: Yeah, get on that.
1: But I just call him SGA
2: all the time. But yeah, he's super good. People are people and me, me and Tori were talking about it when I we were she. texting on the side. Shay, um yeah, it was like it just He just gets lost in OKC because nobody cares about OKC. Um, and then my, my team, this was my team if I was trying to build one out for like over 10 years. Uh, I had Luka and Zion as my superstars at the 1 and the 5. Jamal Murray at the 2, Porter Jr. at the 3, and then Tobias Harris at the 4.
1: Wow, that is so cool
0: was <laughs> in my squads, so uh toy what was your other team uh I had put one together that was hold on let me pull it up it was just I wasn't like I didn't do the full research. I had just yeah. spitballed this one it was it well, had, had what
2: you had one it was led by one of my least favorite players in the NBA because he stole he stole Joel Embiid's
0: rookie of the year. Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah hell yeah. <laughs> F that guy man He's having a really good year. Uh Fred Van Vliet, LeBron, Michael Porter Jr. and Embiid um i was thinking of some other ones like just right now i was thinking like maybe like uh jamal murray Kawhi, uh maybe uh michael porter jr kd ayton kind of thing yeah
2: nice yeah. Um, nobody picked i was surprised nobody nobody picked Kawhi either
0: Or yeah. i was thinking like either i is- had
1: Kawhi in a couple of mine and then i just i just thought i could get better lineups elsewhere and i also misunderstood the the whole like uh superstar thing so i started to like you
0: get a little bit lost in the yeah. sauce. And the, uh, the other thing I was thinking is either that or you could do is like, uh, uh, who would I say? Murray, Kawhi, you go like Tobias, Porter Jr., and then like uh, Enonacupo and have like some really good defense in there.
1: Yeah, or MB or at,
0: something. Look at my boy Tobias getting, getting shout outs all over the place. Love it. I mean, he's Love playing that. his ass off this
2: year. Dude, he's. My whole, my whole thing with him has just been he he just needs to be consistent like and he's just he's been doing a that a lot more this year. Yeah. Night. Oh yeah, for sure. More. Like the years pass like he'll, he'll put up 31 night and then 6 the other night and yeah. the night he puts up 6 is when they'll need him to put up like 15 but yeah. Uh so here's some other here's some other squads we came up with. Uh so our buddy Mikey, he rolled with Luca and these were these were basically his favorite players that filled these roles. So uh he had Luca and Giannis as his two superstars. He had Murray at the two, Bogdan Bogadovich at the three, Ooh. and then he picked Jerry Jackson Jr. Uh, for the rookie deal. Oh. So that was his five. So I, and, you know, that, that was pretty solid. He used to be the president of the Bertons fan club, but since he did not select him, he is no longer allowed to hold any, any positions in that fan club. Yeah. Uh, pure blasphemy. Uh, one of my buddies, Daniel Augustine, better known as D, one of the sharpshooters on the East coast. He came up with Steph Curry and LeBron as his, as his two stars, which I, you can't, can't argue that. Uh, He had JJ Redick and Serge Ibaka as his two role players. Huh? Um, I was close to picking Ibaka a couple times. Did Um, Ibaka make an all-star team at one point? he, He did not. Huh? And then he rounded it out with Michael Porter Jr. at the at the three. Uh, and then that. and then our buddy buddy Lou. He, he he had our first Joker sighting. Ooh. He had, he had Joker and Luca as his superstars. He had John Morant as the rookie. I I thought people were going to pick him I almost did him
1: a couple times, yeah. I was
2: I was going to pick him for that my my favorite lineup, but I was like, nah, SGA is better. I don't care. Um he had Marcus Smart at the two as his other role player and then oh sorry, as his first role player, and then he had Robert Covington. The I had Roko in
1: several of mine. Yeah. And yeah. then and then I just kind of like up up charged it to like Tobias after that. Yeah, so those those
2: are our fantasy teams. Um
0: Tori, yeah, good you, stuff. Tori, if you had to pick one, which one would you pick? Oh god, it's vast many, remember all those off the top of my head. Uh God, what are you you're, doing over there? You're fir- so
1: mine um so my number one, let's just do do our My, do my number one was, one was pretty good. Um,
2: Murray, McCollum, Porter Jr., Durant and Abid. Yeah, that's that's a pretty
1: solid one. Mine was LeBron, Steph, Tobias, Joe Harris, and Aiden.
0: I can't get behind any uh, lineup with Joe Harris in it. Uh, <laughs>
1: Have you I mean, seen his numbers? Yeah, I've the seen Nets, his numbers. I've
0: seen him play. I mean, he's trust me, he's a good NBA player. And if you're making uh. like a real life team, he could fit in. But if you're making like a supreme ultimate team, then. I love He's it. It's probably on the outside.
2: Our uh, our Nets following is gonna crush 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 uh, Tori on uh, on Twitter. For like that. I said,
0: yeah, fine. I I brought up Joe Harris in the preseason uh, podcast. So they can go back and look at that. Uh, but if we're making like a fantasy lineup, you can't crack it. I'm sorry. I love it.
1: Yeah. Uh, see, uh, but I also I also wanted to put a premium on like catch and shoot and and just like yeah. shooting in general. So that's why I went like. And again, I, like some of my other teams, um, eh, whatever.
0: Once again, go, just go C.J. McCollum over him and just... call it a day.
1: <laughs> mm, oh, that's so good. Mm, maybe I, I don't know about that.
0: Hmm. I I like the I do the floor. I like the floor spacing better as as a, just a
1: catch and shoot.
0: As a, oh, as okay. like a yeah, as guy as like... who could catch and shoot and put the ball on the floor, I get it.
1: <laughs> oh, and shoot like forty-seven percent from three. I don't think so.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, your first lineup tour gives me a run for the money. I just or
0: uh, Embiid would just swallow eating up. Yeah, I mean I'm that's feeling, yeah. It's just especially the way Embiid's playing this year. He's
1: McCollum is shooting thirty-eight point eight percent from three. Joe Harris, I'm pretty sure it's
0: forty-seven percent. Okay, look this up. you got to also ask yourself. How they're being used, because that definitely contributes to the percentage. Forty-eight percent. Forty-eight percent.
1: Yes, that's my whole effing point. Is like I want to just spread the floor and just drive and dish to someone who's just gonna. I'm saying if you that, at like fifty percent.
0: If you put McCollum in the role that Joe Harris is playing, McCollum's going to shoot fifty-two percent. He's going to shoot. He's going to shoot I, as good as Joe Harris. You know who shoots fifty percent? Uh, 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 Joe Wingles. No. Joe, Joe Ingles. Ingles. I know. I know. Joe I wish Ingles. I would have thought of him. I like watching him play. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, he's so fun. Oh, he's so fun. He, he's going to dominate YMCA's for years. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be so sad when they lose in the
2: second round in five. It's going to be so upsetting. Um, cool. Yeah, it was fun. I like I said. I I I went back and forth on a ton of these, just trying to screw around. Um, but you know, all again, right. Again, since there's nothing to talk about in the actual NBA because nobody cares, I figured it was cool just to make one of these one yeah. of these teams Probably yeah, there
0: was an eight game winning streak to talk about. So how do you feel? You uh <laughs> you, you you, you thinking they win a first round series here? No. Who's who's five right now? I say if, I only think uh I think they Isn't just it, passed the You don't the think Hawks. they could beat the Hawks?
2: Uh probably not.
0: Really?
1: Oh, come oh, on Hawks. Oh, no, it can't know. be the
0: Hawks. That team sucks. They do suck. And Trey I mean, sucks. that that, that the, superstar the they have down there is a loser. Once you get past the top three in in uh, the East, like... Oh, they're all guards. You're yeah. splitting hairs. You're splitting hairs. Well, that's
2: what I'm saying. If they, if they get matched up with the Hawks, do you, uh, or Charlotte, I mean, you got to feel pretty good about them <laughs> winning, winning that series, right? I, I don't feel good about this I mean it's just Is that a... just is that just your your Knicks thing or I I just they're not
0: a real contender and I can't Well I'm not I, saying I they're can't... I'm just saying a first round playoff series I mean someone has to win it I mean that's just it's if if logic has to win it. I mean Well
2: that's what I was asking. do you think you think <laughs> if they you think that they can win a first round playoff series <sighs> Yeah the East is a three team that's why I yeah, the, the, like... six,
0: the Sixers going in this Slumpier That's why I, I don't know. I haven't him. really racked my brain about it because I'm like, who cares? Like, enjoy your yeah. consolation well, I, prize. Like,
2: yeah. Well, I do think I do think that Boston will end up with the four seed by the end of the season.
0: Um, so that I think New York, I mean, that'd be pretty
2: good. Cool. Little New York Boston matchup would be pretty solid. Um, and how
0: do you think that would go?
2: Uh, uh, Boston would win five. Um, I oh, I don't. I, I still. Wow. I game. still don't. Under, I still don't understand why Boston's been so up and down with all the talent they have. Uh, all that
0: reliance on Kemba Walker. Well, I guess yeah, that's a good point.
2: Uh, <laughs> Jo's a big, big Kemba guy. My, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say that I, I said to be leery of Miami this season, but I mean they, they, they might not even after the stupid playing crap they, uh, they, 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 they may end up getting the Wizards and Westbrook may actually end up beating them, which would be hilarious. Oh God. That Give him funny. his
1: roses. Yeah, he sucks. Um, <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys done here talking about crappy Eastern Conference teams? Can we move? Can we move on? I was the other one stuff? saying
0: they were crappy. That's what my whole thing was. I, I guess.
1: Okay. Uh. Anyway, good stuff. Um. All right. So next thing is, just wanted to say heads up: NFL draft is next weekend. We we talked. To, we kind of joked like, hey, maybe we should do like a live like reaction, but the crappiest thing on television it's like a four-hour event it's it's so stupid like whatever we'll probably get to like through like 20 some picks before we start the pod and we'll, we'll talk about them next week my only question is like so many of these these quarterbacks just don't pan out like is trevor lawrence actually gonna be good or like mac jones or any of these other guys like do you have any, any confidence in any of these guys, Drew? Uh
2: outside of Lawrence, probably not.
1: Yeah, I, I like the way Mac Jones looked, but like like it's who knows? Like they could come in and be awesome, or they could not. Like we don't like the last first round pick that was probably that off. Aw- I mean there I guess there are a few, but like probably Andrew Luck is off like was actually achieved superstardom, right? Lamar Jackson, he was he was like end of the first round, but thirty two.
0: Um, I don't know.
1: Like, who knows?
0: Like, I uh, I think I saw a stat that said uh, in the last fifty years, forty-four quarterbacks were taken first, second, or third overall in the draft, and only two of them, Troy Aikman and Peyton Manning, won Super Bowls for the teams that drafted them. There you go. That's that's. I saw the same stat. I just
1: didn't memorize it. So thank you. Um, and and I'll with you on Mac Jones. Yeah, I, so I don't, I don't know how it's gonna. Go. I mean, the, look at Josh Rosen. There was the whole tank for Tua, and now like he's untouchable. Like Jalen Hurst was like he was the starter at Alabama, then went to o- Oklahoma. I don't did he end up winning that Heisman? He, he no, I don't think he did, but he was in the running. So. And now like the Eagles won't even commit to him. It's like who knows how this is gonna go? Whatever. I just want to see where Na- Najee Harris goes and Devonte Adams. Because Adams, that was the big thing. It's like, oh, he only weighs one hundred sixty-six pounds. I'm like, I, I was, that's the biggest hundred sixty-six pound dude I've ever seen. Like he so looks Devon- huge. Devonte. So Adams. I was
0: to
2: say, Smith. is it? Is oh, Devontae Adams locked up in Green Bay.
1: <laughs> that's that's the beers kicking in. Oh man. Um, oh man. What about
2: Pitt? I can't believe there's this much like action over a tight end. By the way, in the first round.
1: What? Who? Who is it? I don't even know. Pitts. Is that? Oh, Pitts. Oh, yeah, Pitts. I, ac- yeah, I actually I...
0: preferred the uh, receiver Tony, I think his last name was at Florida, but Pitts was Pitts was solid too.
2: Yeah, everybody's everybody's like, oh, "I got to trade in the top 5 to get him." I was like, "Tell me you're going to take a tight end in the top 5." It's wild. But
1: yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll be as good as Aaron Hernandez. Um Wow, all
2: right, cool. We're going there.
1: Nice. <laughs> um and then so yeah, I don't know. We'll see, but we'll maybe we talk about it next week, or maybe we just wait till the following week. I don't know. We'll schedule um, it. And I, honestly, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is if uh, Callie Enno could do any more just per- impersonations of Todd McShay, or uh, yeah, like Todd McShay and Mel Kiper Jr. and all those guys. Remember a couple years ago he came out with yeah. Todd, 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 Todd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um. You you got you guys got anything
0: else to add there? No. All right. Uh, I think Jerry so, Sewell will be uh, Hall of Famer. Who? Uh, Sewell, the uh, top tier tackle coming out. I think he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. Nice.
1: Bold. Um. Just sliding that sliding that in under the gun. Just we're 15 years from now, we're gonna look back and be like, son of a gun, he caught it. Um. <laughs> Alright, European Super League rant. I this I can cover this in thirty seconds. So like European soccer, all the top teams were gonna form the Super League that was put together by like who? JP Morgan Chase or something like that? I don't even know. And everyone and all of the European Soccer League fans unanimously just freaked out. This is a money grab. This is ridiculous. And I I would say I don't care. I've tried to like my dislike of soccer i think is probably pretty well documented at this point like i i played it a bunch i try to watch it i, I just it's just not for me and i understand people who do like it and i'm not hating on soccer but what i am hating on is like look european soccer like the biggest gobs of money on the planet for sports and now we're complaining that this is a cash grab like <gasps> oh let me clutch my pearls. Oh no! <laughs> a cash grab in European soccer. <gasps> oh.
2: Wait. When you say clutch my pearls, are you referring to your testicles? I don't. Is that?
1: <laughs> You've never heard that phrase what? before. What? Let
2: me take a pregnant <laughs> pause there and, and take
1: it in. What's happening? <laughs> oh, Shoot. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I just thought I just I just get a kick out of. Uh, the whole soccer fandom. These people make like, what's it? Tori, who who just signed that mega contract? Was it Christian? Was it um, Ronaldo? I think it was a Messi. Somebody just signed like a like a what? What was it? hundred and fifty million dollar a year contract or something like that? I thought it was a Messi contract. I thought it was like uh, Ronaldo or Ibrahimovic or somebody like that. I I forget, it, but. I mean, it's just—it's just an ungodly amount of money, and like, uh,
0: uh, yeah, Messi signed a six hundred seventy-two million contract. There you go. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, whatever. Oh,
1: oh, this is such a money grab. Yeah, no freaking shit.
0: Like that's hmm. how it works over you there. You know who's uh, the biggest money grabbers in soccer? The refs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It that that's that is also an excellent point. Like the most corrupt,
1: the most BS thing there is and it's just FIFA. <laughs> yeah, FIFA, the Olympics, all that crap. World Forget Cup. Yeah, anyway. Um that that was my only rant on it. Like and and I think the league is already defunct before they could even like officially like do anything A- any hoodles Um All right, that puts us up to the pit stop. So, let me get my notes they uh they still cold cold uh, what are you talking about
2: didn't didn't your notes end up in their fridge
0: yes oh yeah yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm like is he is he uh, not is he really not gonna gonna <laughs> no nope, nothing's not happening i get... think <laughs> yeah i
1: i am uh i am a crazy dad of three and i am volunteering for too many things and i my mind is and work is stressful and my mind went crazy and I, I was searching for my notes for, like, five or ten minutes, and they were in the refrigerator where I got my beers. Did you, did you put <sighs> it in the
2: fridge, or did your, your kids
1: put it in the fridge? I, I put it in the fridge. Jeez. Yeah. While I was getting my beers ready for the pot, I, like, set them down, and, and they were in the fridge. Oh, I got a lot to cover. Oh, okay. Ah, me, 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 me. You let me know. In um, three, mm-hmm. two, one, go last week was richmond it was a snooze fest hamlin dominated until the end uh until on uh, a final restart with like 15 to go 48 alex bowman took the lead and didn't give it up hamlin has been snake bit he's been top five in every race but one this year um and this week we are in talladega two and a half mile super speedway there's gonna be wrecks it's gonna be chaos nobody knows who's gonna win Hamlin is actually still the favorite at six and a half to one, because he's been so good on big tracks and short tracks and everything. But we are going with Blaney, 10 to one, Elliot, 11 to one, DeBenedetto, 30 to one, Ryan Newman, 33 to one. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, And do I have time left? Well, what was it? The... Oh, like
2: 20 seconds, bro.
1: Even uh, Dale Jr. chimed in and was giving suggestions on how we can make Richmond fun again. So that tells you what the snooze fest was last week, but... Allegue this week, baby. Let's go. Gonna be some craziness.
2: Fifty six. I wonder is it. Or I wonder if it knows that we're talking about uh, NASCAR because it, it the timer says lap one on the
1: stopwatch. Interesting. Don't know, but we are gonna get back on that train. Um, cool. Yeah, man. I took some took some long shots this week because I mean it's we just never know what's gonna happen on these super speedways. Um. All right. Parlay time, Chris. parlay. I continue. I, is anybody out there tailing me? Let me know. I continue to crush these Saturday hockey games. Four in a row, I've hit five out of my last six Saturday hockey games. Somebody, please tell me that you are tailing me on this.
2: You should. Um, you should. You should just pick pick the whole parlay. Maybe. Although, in my in my defense, last week I did not know Damian Lillard was not playing. And they, and and they, they only and lost they by almost, one. Yeah. No, yeah. They won, they won, but well yeah, they didn't cover, by, they didn't cover yeah. by one. I'm saying they didn't cover by one. Yeah, yeah, which is freaking absurd. Uh, yeah,
1: that was pretty wild. Especially for NBA, they're usually never that close.
2: Yeah. So, I I apologize again. That's the the one downside to picking games blind here.
1: Yeah. On that note, um I have a feeling I, I this one's going to get shoved in my face, but I'm going to go with it. Um Capitals-Islanders, um, I'm going to take the under Saturday at 7. Um, I'm sure the under over-under is going to be like 5.5, maybe even 5. Cause both both teams are kind of committed to defense. I think they played tonight on Thursday night, and I think they finished 1-0 in a shootout. So I think they went scoreless. Yeah, 1-0 in a shootout. They went scoreless through regulation and overtime. Um, but Saturdays tend to be crazy in the NHL and they tend to be a lot of goals. Um surely uh the Capitals can can light the lamp. But I'm gonna go under seven o'clock Saturday, Capitals Islanders. Um expecting more defense there. Uh Drew, what you got?
2: Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna take our boy Navarrete
1: to win by decision. And by decision? Okay. Yeah, I don't have the numbers on that. Um but I'll I'll get it in there. Okay. We'll make it a little extra juicy. Do take it to the cards. Take it to the cards. Okay, good. Cool. Tori, do you want to contribute? Make this a three-way?
0: Uh, Sure. Uh, can I pick uh, a game for tomorrow, Friday? Yeah. All right.
1: Um, sure, but if you lose on Friday and blow up the parlay ahead of time, that's going to suck.
0: Uh, so we're sure looking at Saturday, whatever. I, no, I don't pick, care. Do, no, do pick, whatever no, you pick, want. Pick tomorrow. It, I I right. the, no
1: pressure except for all the pressure. Okay. Well, I'm taking tomorrow
0: <laughs> and I'm going to win and it's going to, cause I'm taking, uh, the athletics over the Orioles. They're minus one twenty-five.
1: Okay. okay. Cool.
0: Speaking,
2: speaking of baseball, me and, uh, me and J.O. are uh, riveting each other on our MVP picks and just, how atrocious both Stanton and Renz Arena have been this oh, year. Oh, yeah. Been really oh bad God. so They're, far. Their stats are we'll brutal. We'll come back. We'll come back. Oof. Brutal. Yuck. I mean, Stanton's definitely worse, but brutal.
1: Uh, no, we actually went through those numbers. He's actually not. Yeah, Stanton's still worse. <laughs> He's leading
0: nah. his team in RBIs. Nah, still worse. Anywho. How many of right. you had Colin Moran? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I,
1: is he doing good or something?
0: I mean... It... He's mediocre. I mean, whatever. yeah, whatever. Um, all right,
1: assume positions. We're going on to beer two. Oh shit. Three, two, one. <sighs> okay. Uh, I'm keeping it simple. Founders all day IPA. Like I said, I'm kind of just on the repeat train, trying to get through some beers.
0: This is only like four point seven percent. Um, Tori, what you got? Uh, another local brewery. Uh, four points. This is called boss puzzle ipa it's a 6.6 uh percent oh nice get me feeling in the morning
1: yeah. drew you still with h H2O, h h2o's
2: yeah this this smart water's got a little little fish hidden on the inside for anyone doesn't know smart water hides little fishies on the inside of the bottles hmm.
0: fun stuff oh. thought you were gonna drink a uh, bobby boucher mm. oh, gatorade's better
1: all right, well I guess here's the time where I get the comeuppance. Um, yeah, Twitter liked Drew's top five, bottom least, five, least favorite.
2: Least favorite Walking Dead characters. Walking Dead
1: characters more. So it was kind of a
2: landslide.
1: It really was. Um,
2: 84 percent to sixteen percent.
1: Uh, all right, so now I have to sing Easy Street. You so. ever
2: you ever get tired of losing?
1: Yes, very much so. Um, <laughs> I don't get tired of singing, though. So I have the lyrics here. I have the... Uh, I have. I have. Here we go. Let, without further ado. <laughs> we're on easy street. And it feels so sweet. Because the world is about a treat. When you're on easy street. And we're breaking out the good champagne. We're sitting pretty on the gravy train, and when we sing every sweet refrain repeats right here on Easy Street. It's our moment in the sun, and it's only just begun, it's time to have a little fun. We're inviting you to come and see why you should be on Easy Street, yeah we got a front row seat. Oh to a life that can't be beat right here on easy street. Yay!
2: How how you didn't pick that in any of your walking dead favorites is just
1: astonishing to me.
2: Oh god. What a sequence that was.
1: Um I don't know that we've done that many walking dead favorites. We but did sure.
2: uh we did that. We did that my uh my rapid fire walking dead uh well, no I can see
1: how I can miss it in a rapid fire. I guess. Look, I had that as your ringtone for like months, okay? Oh, it's so good.
2: It's so good.
1: Oh. And it's a moment in the sun. And we're going to drink champagne. Can we just say how much I did nail that by the way? Dude, you
0: think you're you're killing it. In man.
1: all in all of my practices, I did not sing it that good. I definitely like stumbled that's in all my practices, so. That's
2: cuz you were made for the for the bright lights, bro.
1: Get a couple couple drinks in me and it's just gold.
2: I love it. I'm gonna got to hit up a karaoke bar and sing that.
1: Geez, seriously, spread COVID everywhere. Uh, on that note, um, you're on fire so, on fire with the jokes tonight. <laughs> um, so speaking of me and jokes, uh, we watched the movie Nobody. Yes. um Bobby Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk, and if you don't know the school. name Bob Odenkirk, you might know the name Saul Goodman. Oh yes. Um, Better Call Saul. So. Um, so, the, for, let's just say our, our reactions to it, um, and let's go with you first. What what did you think of it?
2: Uh, I thought it was a enjoyable flick.
1: Let me say this, spoiler alerts are about to be said, so uh. Sp- uh, fast forward to the end and then work your way backwards by 15 seconds to see our recommendation of if it's good enough to buy if you don't want the spoiler alerts. But we're going to spoil it right now. So go ahead.
2: Uh, I thought it was an enjoyable flick. Uh, definitely the same plot as like John Wick taking all that stuff. With more of a... A little bit more of a light-hearted joking tone to it. Um, I thought Kirk was awesome. Uh, the fight sequences were tremendous. Um, yeah. And the... The supporting characters, mainly Christopher Lloyd, and I guess I know it's not RZA, but how, how do you actually the RZA? Them? Yeah, the RZA. Uh, they were they were in it, uh, small little cameos, and they were they probably still, they probably get my Pro Thirty Six MVP awards right there.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, dude. Honestly, like, so I watched it with my wife last night, and um, it was it's it's pretty pretty brutal like they do a good job showing a bunch of blood and guts and yeah. um uh basically the plot is Odin kirk uh is is he's just of <laughs> living a very mundane life which they kind of make plain from kind of make known from the beginning yeah he's a,
2: he's an auditor for a wielding company
1: a welding company welding yeah company. and um you don't even have an excuse of beers you just you're just stumbling yeah that 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 second COVID shot got you, got you in the loins. Um, so they um, it, he's just like a, a very mundane person, but turns out he has a past as I, it's kind of ridiculous, but he calls himself an auditor. I mean and he said he audited all the bureaus, like the FBI, the CIA, and everything, and he would come and clean up their mess. And so he's basically Jason Bourne yeah <laughs> um
0: <laughs>
1: and uh so by happens, so he his house gets robbed and like he doesn't fight back, but his daughter's kitty cat bracelet is missing, so he like hunts down the people who robbed him and <laughs> like gets his watch back and like they're and really like they those robbers are just like a struggling like set of parents. So he just kind of like lets him off the hook or whatever. But then he, on the way back home, why is he riding the bus, by the way? Like, guys, guy's got a metro car. He wants to
2: make sure he gets his uh, money.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, we use that metro pass. So, like, <laughs> I I didn't even think of that. Why the hell is he riding the bus? Anyway, he's riding the bus back and, like, just kind of comes across. I think, it was, I think it was just
2: supposed to add to more of just his mundane life. Like, he's, you know,
1: clocking in. He's riding the bus to work. Yeah, but after he already goes after the robbers, he's still just taking the bus i what i don't know but so he's taking the bus back home and like um he's kind of getting the itch to like get back into the lifestyle he used to have of just being like a badass and um so he like sure like by happenstance like the russian mob kind of like takes over the bus he's on just being jerks and he beats them up and there's stabbings and like just a whole, a whole cacophony of ridiculousness. That was
2: that was a very long and brutal scene.
1: Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> and so, so then the next thing you know, he's mixed up with the Russian mob with just a total psychopath. And, um, it's only 90 minutes, the movie. So, like, they kind of kept it moving, which was nice. Um... And it's, it's, it, put, it pits him versus just like a local Russian mob psychopath. and Yeah, it, um, de-
2: it definitely did not slow down. You know what else? It, remi- it also reminded me a little bit of The equali- Equalizer with Denzel. Have you seen that movie? No, uh-uh. Uh, okay. That, a little bit of that flowed too. Uh, yeah, it was It was really fast-paced. And then it, it ended up that the, the whole thing that set him off after he was base- everyone was basically calling him a, a puss for not fighting back the whole time. The kitty cat bracelet, which actually ended up being under his couch in the <laughs> under the couch, yeah, that was <laughs> in awesome the, in the basement. Um, yeah, I, I'll say the the one the one thing that the movie lacked for me, which I get it because that wasn't who he was supposed to be. I would I would have liked a little more comedy from Odin Kirk. But see, I but I, he wasn't I, supposed to. That's not what he was supposed to be.
1: Well, no, no. See, I will fight back on that a little bit just because. It was subtle, like it was it was unsaid comedy because it was Odin Kirk. Like yeah. when he made that lasagna, did you notice how he like when he was beat, beating up the bad guys, he slammed the guy's head into that piece of lasagna? Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. that, that was hilarious. Like, yeah. Well, no, that's what I'm saying.
2: Like, just more like, just like because obviously I'm thinking Saul Goodman, right? So I'm like, I just wanted some like more jokes and one liners, more one liners. But idea. that's not I. But I'm saying like that's not what the okay you, that he you, wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to be that. So, so like why. the
1: humor was like super dry and super subdued, but like little things like that that happened very fast. Like like the bad guys had getting like slammed into the lasagna, you know, like that was hilarious. Yeah, and or like and, um... or,
2: or like how how before he let his family out of the uh, safe or the panic room, he like looks around his house and he's like, "There's blood everywhere. Like there's there's you know, dead bodies," and. He, you know, all he does is go up and shower, so he's not covered in blood, but <laughs> all the dead bodies are still there. Yeah. For everyone to see. My uh, wife like, goes,
1: "Is he gonna let his kids see that?" And then yeah. he walks out, covering the daughter's eyes. Yeah, but let the
2: son see it. So um, that was funny. Uh,
1: my favorite... and then the other thing that was hilarious was so so his dad is Damn Christopher you. Lloyd. All right, go ahead. Live living in um uh like in living in a nursing home and his brother is the riza and so like apparently they all used to be like auditor badasses like yeah. together and so like somehow he has a way of communicating with his brother through this one specific radio at his work and he talks to his dad and like his dad and his brother his brother actually doesn't want to get back into the, into the game but his dad does and well, so and like his, and
2: his brother is like been presumed dead i guess he's he's in hiding
1: he's in hiding yeah so they all just kind of like like flood back and like get back into the lifestyle once they t- are taking on like the russian mob and just taking out like a body every 15 seconds and there's one point towards the end like in the climax when they're just firing off submachine guns and <laughs> just kind of like and it goes in slow motion they're just like smiling at each other like we're back and they're not even looking where they're shooting. They're just like smiling yeah. at each other.
2: I'm like, I, I well, I'm, I'm glad that the Rizzi got shot because at one point I'm like, okay, like I get it's a movie, but the sheer volume of the bad guys, someone, someone's got to take a bullet here. They're just, yeah, they're just standing in the middle of the warehouse with no, no coverage. Nobody's hitting them with semi-automatic machine guns.
1: Oh, Wait, semi-automatic guy. or automatic? automatic? Machine guns are automatic. automatic. Yeah, they, they were automatic weapons. They were. Yeah. That was, yeah. it was great.
2: My, yeah, so, good.
1: Oh no go ahead go ahead i was gonna say
2: my my favorite part of the movie which i thought you were actually gonna say was um when christopher when christopher lloyd who i just like to call doc brown all the time all, every time all the time uh when he's like quote unquote he's like sleeping in his retirement uh apartment and the two russians come in and they're about to shoot him and he just wakes up and then just like <laughs> absolutely blows him serious. blows yeah. him the shreds with a sawed him.
1: off shotgun
2: yeah and doesn't even he doesn't even get up he does all this while he's sitting down under like uh a, a heated blanket i that was so <laughs> and then and then the uh
1: the the, the front the front door attendant like he hears, hears the, the blast yeah and he like comes back there and and he's watching you know like cowboy and indian movies and he's like oh, he's like oh, oh, I, I, I don't even remember his name he's like can you turn that down that stuff's so wild and really, he's sitting there with two dead bodies. He's like strangling. Oh well, yeah, the he's guy. strangling the other guy. He's like, he's, he's like, damn
2: it, David. He's like, damn it, David. Can you turn that down? Yeah, that's
1: yeah. So that funny. was that
2: was my that was my favorite part of the of the movie. I was I was like, I, was I like, think
1: my favorite was the um. Even though, like, I guess they're kind of connected, but like, even though it was in the previews, when he's like, damn it, where's the fucking kitty cat bracelet? And <laughs> he's like, punching the guy in the face yeah. just because like. That's freaking hilarious! Like, where's the kitty cat bracelet? Because his, his daughter thought she lost yeah. it, and then, and then later on, he finds it under after he like kills all the Russians who came to his house to kill him, and he's like, huh, these all. these. He's like finding these things is the hardest thing, and he like picks up the kitty cat bracelet under the couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Yeah. But um, so the big question is, so would you recommend that? It, it cost me 20, 20 bones. Yeah, to, me uh, too to rent it um was it worth the 20 bucks
2: i'm leaning yes but i you probably can wait till it's like six dollars in a couple couple months
1: yeah i mean for me my wife and i don't get a chance to watch stuff together that much and if i was just watching it myself i probably would have been a little bit more annoyed that it was 20 bucks but the fact that like she was able to actually stay awake and watch it and like I was cracking up the whole time just because (laughs) like I was watching Saul Goodman like do all this ridiculous stuff. Yeah. And like some of the kills and the moves are ridiculous and like like they're meant for you to laugh. Like like of how absurd some of these like violent things are. Yeah. And and so I was just cracking up the whole time and she's just kinda like, Oh my gosh. So like the fact that we were able to do it together was worth the twenty bucks. Um so that that's actually my recommendation if you just wanna like If you've watched uh, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, and you know Odin Kirk, and you kind of just want to like watch something with somebody else, and you know, twenty bucks is you know whatever. It's it's a lot in like the rent movie rental game, but like realistically, it's okay. We're talking about twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So I'd recommend it. I I think it's. Yeah,
1: yeah, a soft recommend. Yeah. A soft a soft recommend if if you if you want to do it.
2: Um. Yeah, and did you, I don't know if we talked about this before we decided to do it, but do you know that, uh, was the movie was somewhat inspired the, the break-in scene? Cause Oda Kirk was actually, his, his house has been broken into twice and he, uh, he like wished he had done more when it happened.
1: No, yeah. are you serious? Oh, yeah, where, yeah. where did you
2: see that? Uh, somebody had told, I think, I think, uh, my buddy Quinn. It was inspired him. by that? i don't know that the movie was inspired by it but i those scenes those scenes were where that said really what, yeah like what they, like they wrote that in to trigger him because that's what actually happened to him in a real life it happened twice twice his house was broken into
1: yeah i think my buddy quit the same him. house or did he move after the or first maybe time was,
2: maybe it was teddy uh, i don't know i didn't i didn't read that much into the article because then i got bored but uh if you google it it's a it's an easy google but yeah, so. On the old Google machine, cool. Yeah, so so fun stuff.
1: All right, well, um, that's all we had here for beer too. Um, full cool stuff. Um, I like keep a short pod for once. How about that? Yeah.
2: Better call Saul.
1: Yeah, Tori, thanks for being here. Always thanks for, for thanks for coming on, and um, I think you're gonna end up being our stat guy whenever we end up doing that. Um, it's always a pleasure. And we're uh. We're eventually. I think we're eventually gonna move sites. I don't know. More to come on that. But all right, Drew. You know what? Good talk. See you out there. Big kisses.
0: Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cordial right now. Stir up the crowd. Grab you that second round Go on and throw it out Talk about anything that makes you get loud